You are listening to the Sons of Asaph, a worship podcast. What is up, everybody? This is Adam Richardson. And I'm Sean Patrick. Man, wait, welcome. Welcome, everyone. We're so glad that you're here, that you've joined in. That sucked. We should we do that one more time? <laughs> nope. I'm keeping it. <laughs> you got to know that I told Sean that he's got to carry it after he introduces himself, and that was his carrying it. So, you yeah. know what? Slow clap for you, Sean. Yeah. I, I appreciate well, that. Here's the deal. This is this is what what you may know as our first episode of the Sons of Asaph Worship Podcast. But what you don't know is that we are, we have two episodes um, <laughs> in in the can, so to speak. But it's not like like you know like film can or anything like. We literally flushed them. Um, they yes. literally went in the can because uh, we're we're trying to figure this thing out. And so we are really happy that you are you joined us on this initial journey uh, for for our podcast here, the Sons of ASAP Worship Podcast. Uh, but we're gonna we're just gonna get started and jump on in, man. Adam, how you doing, man? Oh man, I I'm doing all right, Sean. I'm uh, I you know the last couple of weeks have been really kind of crazy, and I'm finding that. Uh, you know, the only way that I get good sleep is if I ignore my wife at the end of the night and go to bed and like, like it's 645, you know, um, not really. I'm not old enough for 645 yet. I, what? This is a worship podcast. Thank God it's not a marriage podcast because <laughs> if we, if you start following advice, like ignore your wife, you know, we're going to have lawsuits stacking up like crazy. <laughs> No, I, I've just been tired. I've been, you know, we've I, from from things at home and, and and just trying to to navigate. My my four year old, we uh, we're trying this new move where she's been like she'll fall asleep next to us and then we'll carry her and put her in her bed. And I'm like, all right, that that legit has to stop. Like that can't happen anymore. So we are. Uh, now trying to be like, stay in your bed. You know, when it, when it hits bedtime, we take her to bed and you know, we might read a book, but then we're like, I will hold a pillow over your face if you are careful. <laughs> All right. No, I won't do that. Wow. I, I won't do that. not a parenting podcast. <laughs> we are a worship podcast and we're going to get into a whole lot this of is, different things. This is the but, reason why I don't do parenting podcasts or marriage uh, podcasts because... <laughs> I am winning at both of those right now. <laughs> what, what you need, what you need to know, is Adam is a solid worship leader and <laughs> and, and a, a very gifted and talented musician. But his his uh, his husbandry and his parenting, uh, you know, we're gonna, severely, we're gonna see some of those rough edges. It's gonna be severely right. malnourished. Severely <laughs> malnourished. Yeah. Well, I, I I appreciate you being real, man. Um, you know, like I think that that's that's what people are gonna really love about us is that we're just gonna be real, and and talk to you about what we're feeling, what we're experiencing, but also uh, how much we actually love our jobs as yeah. worship leaders, and um, and and the, you know we are we're honestly some of the most privileged, honest, uh, honestly 
empowered people to lead in worship. We get a dress rehearsal for heaven every Sunday, and it's super cool. And so we, we love our jobs. Uh, I have one thing I want to bring up. Um, and I just, you know, like, I think in this time, it's real easy. Like, nobody, nobody looked at 2020 and thought this is what it was going to be. Like, I remember, like, Vision Sundays and stuff, we're talking about it, and everybody's doing, like, you know, oh, the future is so bright. We can see 2020 and, you know, like, all this kind of stuff, and nobody saw this year coming. Yeah. And, and I think in the, the current climate of things and just how um, discouraged people, people have been, um, I think we've kind of missed that, like, there's been some awesome stuff that's happened this year. And we just had, like, our family just had um, one of them last night um, that was, like, it could have been way bad. It could have just, you know, capped off 2020 for us. But what, what happened was, um, so I, 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 I our family, like, is, and sometimes, like, my wife will come home from work, and then I've got to go out to do something and help with, with things. And Tuesday nights, I teach uh, vocal lessons. <clears throat> and so my wife is coming home. I've got to go out because I have, I have six students who are waiting to, to work, with, work with me on vocals. And uh, my wife gets home, and she goes, I don't have my wallet. Uh-oh. I don't know where my wallet's at. Oh, man. So, so she, like, completely like, dumps out her backpack, um, and she's looking everywhere she can't find it. And I'm like, Oh no, like this is, this is just going to be bad thing. So I'm like looking at our bank statement. Like I'm looking, like I get an email every time that like a charge happens on our account. So I immediately pull up my email. We're kind of, kind of freaking out. So she's like, well, I'll just go back to work. And she realized that, um, so she works at the hospital. So like now there's all this extra security to get into the hospital. So she gets into the hospital and it's not at her desk. It's not in her office. She has no idea where it is. She, um, she calls the security department because she realizes what she had did is she grabbed a snack and went outside and ate her snack and then left her wallet sitting right on this like fountain outside the hospital. Oh, like, wow. Ledge and like left it sitting right there. And she's like, it's gone. It is gone, gone. And so like, she, like, I got home from lesson, like doing lessons last night. And she's like, I checked with security, but nobody came. I'm going to have to wait till the morning. Like, let's just keep an eye on our accounts. And I'm thinking, oh, no, what's going to happen? Um, so she goes there this morning and uh, some great person found her wallet and turned it in. And they gave her wallet back to her. Everything's in it. No, nothing missing. All no finder's fee. No like finder's. That. Like, we don't even, yeah, even I try to do that. Yeah, if I find a wallet, I always take the finder's fee that they keep in their wallet and then, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like that could have been, that could have gone way, like in a way different direction. But what I, what, what I took away from that was two things. One, not everybody out there has, has ill intent. Like, you know, you're going to find somebody, like you're going to find people who, and, and I would say more often than not, are going to find something like that. And they're going to go, holy cow, this isn't mine. And that would be a terrible day for me if I lost my wallet. So I'm going to go turn this in and hope they come back to security or whatever and, and get it. But then the, the other side of it is I was just really, um, there was never a point where I was like overly worried about it. Like I just felt this peace that it was at, it was at security. So like my daughter was kind of freaking out about it. And there was this moment that I got to just like talk with her. I'm like, look, you know, there's all sorts of stuff in place and like where, where we're going to be okay. And, you know, got, I got to talk with my wife about just being, you know, just like, look, we're going to, we're going to be fine. 
like it, if, if it is gone, cool, we'll get the cards and, you know, new license and all the stuff. And like, yeah, it'll be a little bit of a hassle, but no big deal. Um, and I think that in the moment, like what God taught me in that is both in parenting and in pastoring and all of that is just like, you know what? It's going to be okay. Y'all 2020 is going to be okay. There's, there's something that we're learning here. There's something that we're seeing that's going to carry us through uh, to years beyond that. Like we're going to look back at 2020 and there's going to be something where we see where, where God has provided for us, what God has done for us. And, um, and we might, you know, I don't know that you're ready to say this yet. I don't know that I'm ready to say it yet, but we may look back on 2020 and be actually grateful that we went through this experience. Okay, <laughs> Adam's yeah. shaking his head. Theater is like, <laughs> I know no, you can't hear me shaking my head, head, but I'm straight up shaking my head. <laughs> no, I was sitting there, you know, I, I was listening to that beautiful story of yours and, you know, it's really encouraging and that kind of stuff, really beautiful silver lining. However, you know, I don't, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm from the camp that says like, dude, I will straight up get, get, get weapons and I will hunt down my, my wallet. Like, and I, whoever is holding on to it, even if it's a security guard, I'm straight up tackling it and taking it away from him. That's, that's all I'm going to do. And, and I, you know, I blame 2020 for that kind of heart <laughs> because, you know, like we were going through a sermon series that, uh, that, that, that we, during the sermon series, it was just recent. Um, our series was 211 degrees. And so it was like 212 is boiling point. So you're like almost there. And the whole point of it was like the condition of the human heart and where we're going right now. And I, I know that all these, all these, all these churches out there right now are, are really kind of in that sort of mode where they're like, you know, it almost is fire and brimstone kind of stuff where you're like, all right, we're talking about end times here. This is good. And they're like, oh, can I can I go to a church that's just talking about the gospel for a moment, you know? And uh, but 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 the point was, is that he said and, and this was kind of an ongoing theme is that the hardening or coldness of our hearts has has begun. And it, it talks about this in Revelation where we become uh, we're, like we don't trust, we don't, you know, our, our, there's a hardening of our hearts toward other people. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think that that's me. And then I'm like, but, but you want to see the new gun I just bought? <laughs> and you're like, okay. And, and, and then, then I, then I realized, I was like, wait a sec. We're, we're polarized in a lot of different directions right now. Our, our communities are, you know, like, I just just gun purchases I'm part of that but like gun sales in the last year have skyrocketed they can't keep ammunition on the shelf and it's not because they're doomsdayers but it's because they're dooms doomsdayers like it, it legit is that these guys are you know I like like it's it's this hardening and so when I think like wallet lost I'm like yeah. I will kill a man <laughs> you know so so our listeners what what you need to know is uh, we're gonna Adam and I are gonna round each other out really well because to me the glass is half full and to Adam he poured out half that glass because he's ready to go find who who took half the glass from him. <laughs> and so we're <laughs> we're we're gonna look at it from different angles but I think that that's that's gonna be one of the best things uh, for us because you know what we don't always see things the same way but we can still be Christians in the process. And we can still, uh, you know, we can disagree and we can still be friends or we can yeah. agree and hate each other. No, just kidding. We can, <laughs> we can, <You're> mad. <laughs> <laughs> we can work together. 
Well, hey, I want to move us on to uh, our next segment. We call this the the hey, what? I didn't get to share my banter, and we're not there yet. We got I like you, another another two did. minutes, three minutes. My bad. My bad. You go for it. All right. So so my deal. I, I really love that story. I didn't want to like take away from that story that was so beautiful and touching, Sean. Um, Mine is actually kind of in line with what we're talking about. So our message today, what we're going to be talking topically is kind of some, some preparation steps. What do we do as worship pastors to, to get ourselves ready for leading our congregations in church and and, in worship. And I, you know, in, in some of that preparation, some of it's just logistical planning. And I was down a sound guy and I didn't have anybody like no sound engineer. And, and like normally, like if I'm working with like a little board, it'd be fine. But I could not, I was striking out everywhere. And anybody I talked to, they're like, oh, dude, I don't, I don't know how to do that. Like, and, and it's, it's not really too complicated, but it's enough to where like, you know, I could plug cables in, but make it do anything beyond put sound out to the auditorium, like online, that kind of stuff was almost impossible. And so I, and this is just a, a word of advice. I was ghosted this weekend and, and I was planning, like I, I, I arranged some conversation with people and they're like, let me, let me work out some schedule stuff and see if they, like, I can get this done. Uh, give me till this afternoon and I'll, I'll let you know. And this is like Wednesday. So I'm, I'm going through and trying to track this down last week. And and, and I didn't hear a thing back. And then the next day I send a message and I'm like, Hey bro, like, you know, is there any chance that you did you, were you able to figure this out? Nothing. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And I was like, yeah, we, we can't be friends anymore. Like I, I you know, I mean like, <coughs> I don't want to be, I don't want a bitterness in my heart, but don't ghost me, man. Just tell me, like, tell me, Hey man, I wasn't able to work it out. And I'm like, you know what? I totally get this, you know? So it's just some of those stresses that you deal with and like I, you roll with it. Like we dealt with it, but, but it was one of those, like, you know, we are here to serve the common kind of like, even this podcast is for that. We're supposed to be, you know, our heart is to serve the community, the kingdom as a, as a whole. And, and sometimes that means a partnership and, and, and a cooperation with other, other churches, other congregations, other leaders. And, and to, to just kind of leave it blank and quiet is one of those like, dude, I hope you weren't abducted, but I'm pissed at you. Maybe I shouldn't say that word. I'm ticked at you because that, that, yeah, yeah. So, um, but anyway, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm over it, but I, I had to, I had to kind of admit that sometimes that creates a logistical problem that, that can be added stress that going into a Sunday with that sort of distraction potentially could be difficult and but we 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 survived because it's god's god's plan god's deal and he took over and it was fantastic so i think it's important in that situation to also recognize that um you know we we're at war like this this is what we do is a serious thing every sunday and the enemy will use anything and everything that he can to distract those who are leading in a service um to, from from the task at hand, and even if it's something as simple as you know not having a sound guy, but if that if that derails you and is enough to derail you, like that that's that's one inch you know that that we gave over you know yeah. something like that. And so for us to be really diligent to be aware of the the spiritual attack that's around us, um, and to recognize like what you said, like hey we we got through it, 
you know, God was glorified, all these, all this kind of stuff, but that's just another battle that you had to fight before you got into the process during the week. Totally. And, you know, I think that one of the big reasons that uh, this podcast exists is we, you know, and I'm going to speak for Adam here and he can, he can tell me if I, if I did right or not. But I think one of the big things that we want to do is encourage you as a pastor, you as a worship leader, you as a worship team member, you as somebody who goes to church and loves to engage in worship. We want to encourage you to, to, to know that you're not alone and the battles that you fight are not just yours. Uh, we, we're all, you know, citizens, you know, if you claim Christ, you are a citizen of the kingdom of heaven and we are all battling against, you know, these things that, that we deal with. And we want you to know that you're not alone and you've got some, you've got some help and whether we've met in person or not, uh, we want to know that we want you to know that we're praying for you, that we, we want in, in our heart of hearts for you guys to succeed in making God great, to glorify him in the, in the job that you have set before you. And if we can do that, encourage you in any way, shape or form, uh, this is, we want to do that. So, all right, we're ready to move on to the next section. Yeah. Okay. I think what I want to do in the future, I'm going to, I'm going to figure out how to do this, but it might take both of us to participate in this part, but I want to have like a worship burrito. And then we do the worship burrito, like a little like jingle at the very beginning of this before we do the worship burrito. Just, just because that, that sounds fun to me. Like, you know, for, for the people who don't know what the worship burrito is, the, the worship, this is just a segment where, where Adam and I, we like, we, we're, we're, we're not small men. We, we enjoy food. Food is a good thing. And uh, we love burritos. Mm, burritos. What, what I love about a burrito is it doesn't have to be what, you know, like I, when I think of a burrito, it may not be what you're thinking of as a burrito is and there's they're putting all sorts of different stuff i had a burrito the other day with uh with indian tikka masala and saffron <laughs> rice and yeah you have thanksgiving burritos oh man you know? like, hamburger burritos well there's a lot of things in the in the area of worship that um that that we can just bring to the table and we're just going to add another layer to our burrito you know by the time we we are all said and done uh there's there this might be an, a 98 layer burrito but we're gonna, we're just going to point out a couple of different things that are that are that we want to highlight and adam what do you, what are you adding to the what layer are you adding to the worship burrito this week so I, i'm going to bring up a, an article that i came across it's on we kind of we tend to default to christianity today but it's just a good place to to talk about all things christianity um, and this one's really kind of directed towards pastors, you know, pastors of churches and dealing with the current pandemic that we're in. It really is titled pastors. Are you missing your sheep? And it's three tools for craving the, uh, the incarnation over the digital. And, and, you know, for me, it, it, it's, it's giving this relevant story to talk about like, Hey, like this pastor that talks about this pastor that, uh, uh, lost his friend yesterday to COVID and then, you know, feeling helpless because he goes, I'm at risk. My son currently has COVID-19 and I can't go sit with, with a new widow in my congregation. I can pray with her on the phone, but it's bizarre. I felt very inadequate and helpless. Yeah. And I can say that for the last couple of weeks, you know, even, even my pastor and I have sat down and just, we are 
beating our heads against the table, trying to figure out how to make our church a family, how to, how to behave like one, how to, you know, how to become that Acts church where they did everything together. They ate, they broke bread together and, and all this stuff. And then, you know, mask mandates. And then, you know, like, and it's like, ah, how do you, how do you achieve this when you have a piece of digital electronics that separate you? Yeah. And, and how do you do it, you know, that way? And this, this, this article is really kind of a shameless plug for a couple different training programs. Um, but, but I think the, the bigger thing that I, I would bring up in this is that it's, it's appropriate now for us to figure out ways to compassionately bridge the gap between uh, what is normal fellowship traditional in the building and digital fellowship outside of the building where there's screens involved. And, and how can you minister appropriately where that seems still, it's still a genuine act. It's still a compassion that's expressed and, and all of those things. And it, you know, it's, it's absolutely achievable. However, it's foreign to a lot of pastors and that's where we're, we're having the difficulty. And so, you know, it, it's just, Hey, this, this, this article really just kind of starts getting the juices flowing about how to, how to minister to, um, you know, how to minister to the digital community, how to capture them without them being presently there, you know, hands on pray and, um, and how to continue to do that ongoing in, in different means. There's a couple courses that they recommend. They're paid for courses. But honestly, if you just want to figure out how to do Facebook advertising, I think I have a course. I'll post it on the Sons of ASAP page and it'll walk you through how to do Facebook advertising and, and how to basically build that community in an organic way. And so, you know, so that you can impact at a greater scale. Um, and, and hopefully that's a blessing that you guys can, can experience online. Yeah. Um, I, I think you have anything that, to add to that, Sean? That's a really important thing. Uh, you know, like, and I, I'm glad that, you know, Christianity Today or like, you know, even you bringing this to the, to our attention in, in this level, look, whether you're going new school with it and you're, you're, you're doing zoom meetings and, um, you know, or, or social distancing gatherings where like, you know, you're meeting in your backyard or your back patio or at a coffee shop, but sitting six feet apart outside or, you know, those kind of things. Um, it's community is important. I think that's one of the biggest things that, that we've missed in this time uh, and, and have genuinely been longing for. Uh, is community and connection. Um, you know, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, y'all pray for your extrovert friends. I'm just saying, like, just like grab a hold of them, socially distant if you can. Get get in touch with them because they're they're freaking out. Some of the introverts, even like you know, while they really rejoiced at the beginning of this thing, they're also they're hurting too. So uh, I would say just find a way to make contact, talk with the folks. If you're if you're on staff at a church, or even even if you go to church it's your opportunity now to be the church. And so yeah. reach out, reach out to somebody, find a way. If you, if you don't find something that we're, don't see something that works for you, find something that does because we need everybody right now reaching out to everybody to make sure that everybody's okay. Not just in the level of do you have COVID or not, but this level of we really do want to make sure that, you know, that you're doing well. Y'all mental illness, uh, mental health is super important. Depression is running rampant. Adam already talked about it earlier, but people are buying guns and droves. There is, there is a lack. Uh, people are not feeling hope. 
And we, we as the church have an opportunity. We, that is our message. Like loving Jesus is hope. Uh, Jesus offers hope. And so that's, that's what we need to, we need to do. So uh, I'm off my soapbox now, but really what I would say to that is look, find something, do something. And, and don't just, don't just sit on the couch playing Nintendo and watching Netflix. But that's now what I was going to do after our talk today. <sighs> No, hey, uh, let me let me bring point, up. I think I think we've lost the entirety of Netflix. <laughs> um, I, I I'm boycotting Netflix right now, anyway. So, uh, <laughs> so I, I I did want to bring up a, a good uh, a good um, good good album to to listen to. If you guys want to listen to something just great, this is kind of like that declarative album. And I've been I've been listening to this off and on for probably the last well. I can't remember when it was released. I think it was June when it was released. So off and on, I can't find a bad song on this album. And I, and I probably will end up using all of them for worship in some degree. I've already used two of them, um, but it's Ren Collective and it's called Choose to Worship. Like one of the songs like brought me to tears. And when I, when we first got back together, I used the, I used the song, I choose to worship. And it literally just says, I choose to worship. I choose to, uh, you know, I, 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 now I can't remember the words all of a sudden. I choose, uh, to, I choose to bow down. Uh, and and it's, it's this declaration that just says, like, when it's chaos, when it's crazy, when it's wild, when we have no control, I will relent and I will kneel and I will praise God yeah. louder than I can ever possible. So, yeah. It's a good reminder. Okay. Anyway, great album. Listen to it. Listen to the I'm whole glad, thing. I'm glad you brought that up because I have never heard that. So I'm going to add that to my Spotify list today and make sure I'm listening to it because we all need ideas of new songs or things that we can incorporate. And yeah, if that's, if that's spoken to your church and spoken to you, okay, I'm going to go take a listen. And Sweet. Yeah, I, think, I think you could do that too. All right. We're ready to move on. Yeah, we can go to the topic. All right. Well, we, um, so Adam, Adam serves at, uh, at a church called Redemption Hill. Uh, I serve at a church called Risen Life Church here in Salt Lake City, Utah. And uh, part of our weekly uh, responsibilities, uh, we, we serve, but we're also on staff, service pastors at, the, at our churches. Uh, part of our job is to make Sunday happen, whether it's been online and recorded, or we're back in the building, or any of those things. Um, we want to talk just for, for a little bit about how, how do we prep for Sunday? If you're a new worship leader, or you're, a, uh, you're at a church plant, and one of the biggest things that you're looking to is, man, we just got through a Sunday, but there's another one coming. And how do we do this? And what is the process? And what is the ebb and flow? Or, you know, how, do, how does this work the best? We just want to um, just spend a few, a few minutes talking about our process. Now, this is what, what's worked for us. Uh, I think there's, there's going to be some things that we share in this that are going to be really helpful um, and can be universal. But if you find something that works better for you and you're sitting in the place that God's called you, do that. Don't, don't think that you need to do exactly what it is that we're, we're saying here. What we found is that this works for us. And so let's, 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 let's dive in. Adam, you, you, have, you brought some scripture for us. Why don't you dive into that? Oh, man. Okay. So um, I think, you know, just kind of our mode and process, this is 
well before we think like, okay, what cool songs are we going to pick this week? And, you know, like, I feel like last week, the, the, the congregation really thrived with this, this music. And, you know, I, I, you know, my bassist this last week, you know, I, he was on camera, he's picking his nose and I got to really talk to him about that. You know, like those things, I, you know, <laughs> they should be addressed. Yes. But, <laughs> but, uh, but, but really, I want to I want to take a step back even more. Um, I'm recently been talking to somebody about taking that step into becoming a worship leader, and and really, you know, what is the process before you even step up on stage, before you even pick a song, and and the first one that comes to mind for me, or came to mind when we were kind of pre-discussing this, Sean, was the idea of search my heart, and. Um, David puts it, puts it this way. It's Psalm 139, 23, and verse, verse 23, 24. It says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to step back before I pick songs and do that, then, then what I'm saying in that, in, in searching my heart is to go, hey, God, if I have any ulterior motive, if I have any other agenda that I want to emphasize in worship, then, then I need to, I need to clear that from me. I need to, I need you to cleanse me, God, and wash me. And, and so that, so that when I'm, when I'm going through the song selection, you know, it is about you. It is about what is going to glorify God. And, and that's, that's really where, you know, I, I, that, that, that's a verse that stays on my mind is search me, know my heart, but not only know my heart, but it's also when it says test me and know my anxious thoughts, it's reveal those to me. God, can you show me if there's something that's distorting what I'm about to prepare for you so that I don't, I don't have some kind of mess that I'm bringing, you know, that 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 may become a distraction to the congregation and instead of worshiping God. And that's, right. you know, that's where that search my heart comes into mind. What about you, Sean? Well, I think, I mean, one of the best things, you know, and I think you, you talked, you, you, you touched on it. What we do in worship is simply our response to God. And, you know, it's, it's an outpouring of our relationship to God. Now it would be very easy um, as a musician, you know, somebody, you know, I, I could sing, I can play guitar, I can, uh, you know, I could jump in and be doing, you know, take it easy, or, you know, like different, you know, cover songs, or like be writing different things. So music is one of those things to, to, to some of us, it just comes, it comes easy. And it would be very easy for us to pick, you know, depending on your service, four or five songs, and just get up there and, and sing the songs. But you have that opportunity where you could miss it. Uh, and what, what we don't want to do, and is definitely we don't want to waste our time missing it because we've missed our relationship with God. Now, um, in Matthew 22, uh, Jesus is asked um, what the greatest commandment is. You know, like, okay, it starts in 36. Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said, and he said to them, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul. And with all your mind, and he goes on, he says, this is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. 
We need to love God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, and with all of our mind. And I think that as we jump into worship, you know, like mm-hmm. to what Adam, what you're talking about, to this level of we we need we want God to search our heart. God, I, I want to love you with all my heart. And so if there's something that I have in my heart that is distracting me from loving you, take that or show it to me, like so that I so that we can work on it, so I can give this over to you. Cause I, I I don't want anything to distract with all my soul. God, I I have a relationship with you. I want I want you to know that that I am yours and you can move me, put me in any place that you want me to, whether I'm on stage or off stage, whether, whether I'm in the congregation or weeping in my car or, you know, like one of those things, like, God, I want you to be, I want, I want to be where you want me to be Mm -hmm. with all of our mind. Like there's plenty of things, Adam, you even talked about it briefly, how our, how we can be so distracted. Um, Like the, the battle that happens in our mind weekly uh, as we prepare, as we as we do these things, we need to give our minds over, our thoughts over to God as well, because those things are so important. So all of that, like y'all, get that get this thing get this thing right from that point first. Ask God to search you, and then you know dive into this level of like, okay, am I loving God with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind? Am I doing that this like in this this time? Am I doing that now? And if I'm not, let's get let's get this thing right so that we can go from there. So now like, okay, so I'm assuming we've done this, right? We've spent our time in the word. We've spent our time with God. And now we're asking for wisdom. And what, 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 what's the, what's one of the first steps that you, that you do Adam during the week um, to, to prepare for Sunday, whatever day that is. Um, Well, I, I, in preparation, I like to at least check in with who who the pastor is that's teaching that Sunday, uh, whether, you know, like we have a couple of teaching pastors and um, it, depending on what they're in, like we, we might be going through a sermon series. It might just be a one-off, whatever it is. Um, and uh, like right now we're going through a sermon series. We're talking about Philippians. And uh, as we're going through Philippians, uh, I want to I want to be considerate if I can about the text that 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 is being taught. So, for example, you know, last week we were talking about this, re, you know, rejoicing, and and again I say rejoice um, because in in the beginning of this, it's finding joy in these things. Like you know, we talk about you know got what what happens and Acts kind of outlines this for the beginning of Philippians, um, <clears throat> where. Paul or Paul, Paul is basically called by God. He goes, you know, Paul, go West. And, and Paul's like, well, I, um, you sure? Yeah. I want you to just go West. And he didn't tell him why he just, you know, and all these other things, there was a big, right before that, there was a big split, big breakup between Paul and Barnabas and Barnabas went a different direction and Paul went a different direction. And now he's like, okay, Paul, we're, we want you to go West. So he hops on a boat and travels to Philippi. And, and in the middle of that, while, while he's doing things and doing miracles, demons get removed from people and they make all the, all the Romans get angry because of that, because these guys were profiting off of demons and, um, and, and they put him in jail, they beat him up and they throw him in jail. And then in the middle of jail, God says, sing. And so he's like, Lord, do you want me to sing worship songs? 
Yes, I want you to sing worship songs. And in the middle of that, the wall starts shaking. All the shackles fall off all the prisoners. The guard's about to kill himself because he's like, I have now released everybody from jail and I don't know how, you know. And so, and Paul goes, no, 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 no. And as a result of that, 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 that guard, you know, stopping before he killed himself, his household is saved. His, everything about his life is changed. He invites Paul over for dinner, you know, and it's such a cool, like beginning of this is like, when you, when you feel like everything's in the dumps, rejoice. Right. So, you know, and I, sorry, I went on a rabbit trail, but that's a fantastic story. And I love it because it's, it's, it correlates in the fact of worship. And when, when it's, when it's harder, when it's difficult, worship louder. And so what did we do? We sang worship songs about joy, rejoicing, singing praise, unstoppable, you know, just, just when it, when it's, when it's, when it's most challenging, lift, sing louder. And, and that's, that's really what, you know, in part of the preparation, I want to know ahead of time what the text is, if I can, because then I'm going to read the text myself, study on it, and, and let, you know, let God minister to me on that part to see right. what can I, what can I put in worship? What songs can I sing that are, you know, are relevant to the message that these people are going to receive this Sunday? So... No, I think I think your excitement about uh, you know like hey this 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 passage uh, and you know you jumped in and said you did exactly that like hey I'm, as I'm prepping for this like you dove into the word and now like you're excited about that because God revealed something to you just worship just worship and so you're gonna you're gonna jump in and you're gonna worship and so like that helped you pick songs and that helped you do things you know I do something really similar um, we uh, you know. We, we've just changed in the last couple of weeks, um, like our, our, our planning process. So like it used to be that I would um, do, do exactly what you did. Like I'd find out who's preaching uh, or we have a schedule. So I go off a, I go off a schedule and I, uh, you know, phone call, text, or like, you know, in the office to talk to whoever's uh, preaching. Go, okay. What, what, what are your main themes, you know, from this passage that we're preaching on this week? And then we'd go with that, uh, go, go with that thing. Now, um, what, we've, what we do is we actually, we've set aside um, an hour every, every week. It happens on Tuesdays. Um, we meet and we plan through the entire service with the, with the teaching uh, pastor um, and, and myself and a few others. Like we sit and we talk about what is this service going to look like? And, um, you know, we plan down from everything to... Uh, uh, the songs, like, like and what the sermon's going to be on. So I bring song ideas from that topic. They bring scripture. Uh, we know where uh, we know where announcements are going to happen with the bane of every worship service planner uh, <laughs> trying to figure out where the announcements go. But we we know where we know where that's going to happen, and we aim to have what we call a wrinkle in the service every week, where something different. So like the service doesn't look exactly like it did last week that it did the week before where we're bringing something new. And so we sit down and we talk about it and that's been extremely helpful. Um, I know that not everybody has that opportunity because of just meetings and all these kind of things, but I would, mm -hmm. I would really strongly encourage you uh, to push and fight for something like that. It's been so, so uplifting and so good uh, to help bring these ideas uh, in, into it. If you don't, but, but Sean, if you don't have that opportunity, let's say, um, you know, do you have a, a go-to, do you have a default that you will 
head down when when you don't have that opportunity to sync up with what's going on you know what's what's a safety net well some weeks you know like there's not a whole lot of songs about tithing there's not a whole lot of songs <laughs> about uh you know like i mean there's there's several you know when the philistines were defeated <laughs> there's there's plenty of plenty of things that like if you're preaching through books in the bible like um you know if you, you get into ecclesiastes well, there's a whole lot of songs that would help you in the area of Song of Solomon. I don't know that they're they're um, they're uplifting and you know worshipful, but you know you, that, that's a whole different playlist. But there, <laughs> there's, there's some things that that, that can happen uh, where the songs won't exactly fit, and so what I do is I tend to aim um, toward our story um, and, and God's story as we how we how we come to know Him. So I look I seek to tell our story um, by first bringing praise to God, but then like talking about just the God or singing about the gospel, singing about those things so that we have this moment of um, almost, uh, almost evangelism happening in the middle of worship uh, where we're talking about this is, this is the relationship. And now as we head into the sermon, uh, the sermon is going to be on something, but we recognize that this, this, whatever we're going to be pre- preaching on is because of what God has done for us. And now he has this bit that we also need to pay attention to. And so I really like to focus in on the gospel. What about you, Adam? Yeah, I mean, I, I can say that I definitely have some go-tos, especially if I'm, you know, if I, if I don't know what the sermon's going to be about, um, we don't, the, the, there is a sermon calendar, but, uh, but oftentimes it's, some uh, oftentimes it's adjusted or on the fly changed and so it's not as predictable so it's it's more of an intentional meeting with the pastors usually but if it comes down to it and I just can't connect with them um, a lot of times mine is uh, you know anything that brings the the focal point to God and his pouring of grace into our life and you know I you know if, if it if it surrounds you know, breaking of the shackles, breaking of the chains, and, you know, some kind of declarative who God is in our life, then, then I definitely want to condition, you know, the congregation in that, in that sense, so that they, they seem a lot more receptive about kind of a universal way of, of, of thinking about, you know, welcoming God into their heart that, that day. And, you know, or if, or the gospel side of it, you know, like, like, like we were, we were talking about is, is, you know, something that, that in, enforces or encourages, reinforces, let's say, the, um, I got a dog whining in the background now, um, reinforces the, um, uh, just the message of the gospel, what, what Christ has done and, and what he is willing to do and, and you know, and what, what, who he is in our life and, um, and just about that, that faith, that walk of faith and things like that. So as long as the, you know, the, the, like for me, my default are the big concepts of, of faith, gospel and God. And, you know, those are, those are pretty much my, my nice healthy safety net usually. Yeah. I think, I think one of the big takeaways from this, uh, you know, for how to prep for Sunday, that is such a huge question. And I, I think we're going to have to jump in and talk a little bit more about this next week uh, because there's so much more that, that's going on. But I think that one of the big takeaways, uh, if you could take away anything from this, uh, from this first or third or however you want to look at it episode <laughs> of the podcast, um, one is do the work. I mean, just do the work ahead of time. 
don't don't try to show up day of and think that you know like it's going to be you know what you see on screens you know like with Hillsong and like these big bands like kind of stuff and don't try to be them anyway like God yeah. has called you to be in the in in the church that you're in serving the people that you contact that you have you come into contact with um, he's calling you to serve them and in in the way that he's given you mercies and grace to do and so do but do the work you know so ask God to search your heart make make sure you get your mind and your heart and your soul right so that you can you can jump in and then you know begin by you know engaging with the team that god has put in place you know you we do not need to be doing this thing alone as much as we're, we can be tempted to do so i think that uh, i think that that actually might be a good place to uh to wrap up our time today but we're going to continue this conversation next week and one of the things that we want to look into is um kind of the the, the you know that we, we kind of talked on a thirty thousand foot level this week. And the next week, I think what we're going to do is we're going to bring that down to the ground level. What we want to do, like, what are some of the steps that you take, Adam, weekly uh, to, to get this thing in place? What is, what are, how, do you, how do you engage with your team members? If it's just you, how do you, how do you prep yourself uh, for, for actually like singing and playing and, you know, like leading in worship? There's, there's going to be some uh, some things that we can. I think drill yeah, down. that's a good contrast because you have a band typically, and I'm I'm any given Sunday is is all sorts of different things. So yeah. you know, it's it's a variety. Yeah, and I, I I love that we have. I mean, I want and I'm praying for a band for you uh, and more more musicians and more people who are willing to serve at your at your church. I'm praying for that. But in the process, um, you know, like I love that we have like two two different approaches and two different places that we can uh, come at because not everybody has a band. Not everybody has screens and tech and is working with pro presenter and click tracks and the whole thing. Some people is like, you know, I'm, I've learned G, C and D on a, on a guitar and I've got some songs that I can do that. Okay. And now I'm learning E minor because I want to get that one in there. But some of, some of you guys are, are, are in that place too. We want to help you and encourage you, but uh, we're going to, so that's, that, that's what we're going to dive into a little bit next week. And uh, I think that uh, this, this is a good point for us to, us to wrap up for this thing. Well, what we want to know and what you want you to know to all of our listener or listeners uh, is that we're for you. We're praying for you. We're all part of the same kingdom. And we want to thank you for listening. Uh, and we want to encourage you to follow us on any of the platforms that you were listening to your podcasts. Uh, subscribe. Leave, uh, leave a, a, a review for us that helps other people find us. Uh, and helps helps get the helps get the word out as well. So we want to encourage you to thank you for listening. And uh, I guess yeah, I'm going to go ahead and sign off. So for for the sons of ASAP, I'm Sean Patrick, and I'm Adam Richardson. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Sons of ASAP Worship podcast. If you like the show, make sure to leave us a review and to subscribe. Connect with us on our Facebook page. See you next time.